0: Thanks for listening to the Dr. Drew Podcast on Podcast One.
1: Oh, should we start this show?
0: Yeah, I'm down. Just buying a car in Carvana first.
1: Oh, for real?
0: Yeah, it's super convenient. I already got pre qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions.
1: Ooh, that's helpful.
0: And now just customizing my down and monthly payments.
1: Ooh, that's a very fair deal.
0: Yep. Boom! Just bought a car. And you get to take me to the Carvana vending machine in a couple days to pick it up. Ooh!
2: I'm kind of busy. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval.
3: And welcome to Dr. Drew Podcast. Again, all the usual thank yous and uh, please participate so we can uh, keep the winds and the sails of the Corolla pirate ship. Uh, do sign up at doctor.com on the contact list. Uh, I've got some great stuff there about the opiate addiction, the opiate crisis. I cannot recommend that series strongly enough, but I want to get right to my guest. Uh, today, I'm delighted and privileged to welcome Barbara and Nicole Boxer. Their podcast is Fight Back with Barbara Boxer and Nicole Boxer, right? You guys are doing it together? We, we are. Do.
1: Mother, daughter.
3: The Twitter handles are at Barbara Boxer and at Nicole Boxer. And uh, if you're – I don't know. If you've had your head in the sand, you might not know who Bar- Barbara Boxer is. But if you're from, Ca- from California, even if you had your head in the sand, you would know who she was. So she, of course, uh, served for a long time in the House, and she was a U.S. senator for California 1993 to 2017. And I'd forgotten you were part of the uh, vice chair of the ethics committee until recently. Was that true?
1: Well, I headed the ethics committee when Democrats were in charge, and then I was vice chair. Um, it's the only committee that's 3 3 tie. So you have to get along or you don't get anything done. And,
3: and I was just thinking, I you, I think you got out just at the right time. It's I'm, like to be in the ethics I'm committee not. now. It like was be, pretty
2: juicy then, Drew. Well, it was juicy, yeah, but and, now and be I'm, mind-boggling, right? It would right? be mind-boggling and, and, and so frustrating. Yeah, right. But I think I got to hear some of the juicy bits, even though I was probably the only person that could actually on occasion here. I was sworn to secrecy, though, right? Can, can you talk well, about, about it now? No, <laughs> not now. Well, wait, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. I want to get clear can. on this. She can? You can't? Can. I've been given the go-ahead. Yeah. Is
3: there anything? What, what pops in your head when you think about I that? I
2: mean, the first thing that comes into mind is Bob Packwood, obviously. Yeah. Um, and then- Well, tell everybody
1: who he was, because he's
2: been gone a while. So. Senator Packwood, back in the 90s, had, I think he had sexual assault cases filed by 26 staffers.
3: Well, you're, you're putting a number in the air. She's
2: putting a number in there, which I can't really see. Okay, like, this uh, is 21. how we communicate. Look
3: like seventeen to me. But ultimately, <laughs> it came, a, a lot, a bunch it, of them,
2: so many. It <laughs> ended up coming out that he had like seventy-six cases. Well,
3: you know, in in California now, I know you were in the in the federal government, but in Sacramento, there's been a lot of nasty behavior too. Yeah. There's
1: nasty uh, behavior all over. Drew, you're you're you know this. It's it's about a lot more than the act itself. It's why it's. It's the power syndrome. It's the disrespectful syndrome and all kinds of other stuff.
3: Yes, that, it's all kinds that, of other stuff. That's you know, exactly and right. And
1: I are exploring for some other project we're working on. Uh, sort of but a Me Too project? Sort of i want to correct the, record with, oh, correct so the yeah. record with Packwood. Not every one of the women say he assaulted them, but well, there were 21 women who said he either assaulted them or harassed advances. them. Or stuck his tongue down their mouth or <laughs> oh whatever, you know, Just a little yeah. harmless tongue and, sticking. And so, and so I was new then and was not on the ethics committee. Huh. And I sat back and I was waiting patiently for the ethics committee to throw the bum out. And it never happened. And I kept agitating as – and I, I can't tell your listeners enough – when you're a freshman in the Senate, you're not even supposed to open your mouth. You know, really. Who, who says that? But, How, well, that it's just in general. You're just supposed you to you so feel like you're not supposed rule to. Of the and, Senate, you're, and you're a
3: woman, and it's yeah. early in sort of the the time yeah, of female there was senators. There were six women out of 100.
1: Yeah. But bottom line was, I kept thinking they're going to get on the case, and I had a really close friend, Barbara Mikulski, who was sitting on the committee. She was the first Democratic woman ever elected in her own right in the 80s. Make a long story short, I went up to her one day and I said, are you doing anything about this thing? It's hanging out there for a year, and we need to get this guy out because I had been meeting with the women, and Barbara said, I can't talk about it, I'm not allowed to, which was true. So I looked at her and I said, unless I see a signal on your face, I'm going to demand that we have hearings and this move forward. And she gave me one of those looks that only Barbara could give you, which is, Go for it, girl.
2: Oh, good. So, I thought you were going to say did. it was
3: a look like I'm going to kill you if you do.
1: No.
2: You know, a, I've been working on a documentary about yeah. Barbara. And uh, I know I didn't let you introduce it. That Barbara her. or this Barbara? This Barbara. This Barbara. Barbara. This this Barbara, Barbara. Barbara makes a special appearance uh. though, in it. But um, Packwood was one of the pieces that I was very intrigued by. And in part, um, Mom goes on – uh, Charlie Rose's show to talk about the Packwood case, Which and is it was a,
3: weirdly ironic. That's where, what, <laughs>
2: that's where I was going with it. But basically, the the thing was going to get swept under the rug, and Packwood was going to get away with it because his buddies, his bros. Back at the old boys club, we're going to protect him. And Barbara wasn't going to let that happen, Barbara Boxer. And um, it took three years to get the guy out. But she's sitting on Charlie Rose. I'm watching this tape and, and and just thinking, wow, he just got pushed out of his gig. And and ultimately, at the end of my documentary, you will see that 80% of the men in my doc have been forced out, resigned all over Me Too type stuff.
3: Well, I want to want to drill in. I, but first, I want to get your story out, Nicole, because okay. I'll give you a chance. So, so you grew up where?
2: I grew up in Marin County, California. Yeah. Did you go to school up there? I tried.
3: Where'd you go? Did you go to college? Or?
2: Uh, I, went, I ended up going to Santa Barbara City College and Got then it. NYU Film School. Got
3: it, which is a great film school. Yeah. And, and that's when you became a documentarian? Not
2: yet. I sort of stumbled through. I did a lot of uh, uh, feature stuff here in L.A. I was a development executive, and I worked on a few big movies like Rudy, um, the Notre Dame football movie. I, and, um, I would imagine
3: most people know that yeah. Tisch is the name of the the, right. the film school in New York. Tisch School and, of the Arts. Yeah, right. it's one of the one of the premier film schools. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay. And, and now your goal is to do podcast. And is, is it specifically now a lot of female empowerment type stuff you're getting into? Or you know,
2: it- we do. I think, you know, my, my uh, segment on the show that's weekly is called the Hot Race of the Week. Yeah. And we're really looking at candidates that are running, not just women, but also men of color, just sort of the outside the box candidates that seem to be so happening right now. So it's been super exciting. A lot of challengers.
3: Now I I am so I, you know Lawrence Savant is my who you talked to on the radio I believe it was the two of us you talked to she she is the object of uh, she was the object of Harvey Weinstein's affection with the plant Poor and uh, she was the one that said me too she was really the really one that started the whole thing oh. and so she's in the middle of it all the time very quietly but but I I, I watching you know what she in her fact interfaces with and I I feel deeply interested in this mm-hmm. and i've been interested in, it in many different ways i used to walk around college used well, to lecture at college campuses and i would sort of advocate for women to contemplate why it is that they've taken on the sexual identity of a 17 year old male if that makes them happy or not hmm. because i was seeing a lot of unhappiness and i was just sort of saying is there something else that might work for you yeah. it was kind of an uncle tom thing in fact hmm. to uh, to, a, to take on the when identity was this I did it for ten years. It, I stopped probably about six years ago. Interesting. Uh,
1: Still at this time, they're doing
3: it. Well, less so now. Less so yeah. now. But this was this was really the nine. Well, the ninety-five to two thousand eight nine. Uh, it was it was and, and there was very big pushback. How dare you? And I, I kept thinking, okay, you know, if it's what you want that, that's fine. Now, when I talk to people about it, there's a lot of yeah. I was angry. It didn't really fit. Now I'm really angry. And I, even I asked my wife about this. We were watching a. Uh, documentary about Hugh Hefner and it was all this exploitation of women and I said why did you know, why do why if that why did people enthusiastically put up with that she and yeah. she said something very interesting she said to as the only move we had that's all we had it's that so was the move important. and I thought wow that's very what are your rev- options yes
1: i'll give you a very quick story yeah i go back a long time and when i went to college It was a long time ago. It was the 60s. I was married in 62, and I graduated six months later, and my husband went to law school. We're still together after a lot of years. And um, I had an incident at the time with a professor who had given me a terrible grade in my final, and I had always had great grades. I was an economics major, and I was mad. So I called the guy up. Now, this guy was the symbol of family man he was known he had like six seven kids everyone loved him in the economics world then there were only two or three women in that whole class so uh i get annoyed i i call i get him on the phone i said what happened he said well you just didn't do well on your final i said that's impossible can he said you want to come see the final Uh, i graded uh it yeah Mm -mm. so i say professor yes I can't believe that you did this. It's the only grade below an A- minus that I ever got. So my husband walks me to meet the guy. Tell me if I'm going on too long, Nicole. Don't be looking at me. I'm listening. I want to hear the end of this. If you're bored by it. No. So he's waiting downstairs. I go up, and I walk in. Now, I'm 21, barely. And um, I walk in, and I... I look around, there's a big table, and him and me in this class. Classes were over in this in this room. And I said, where's my final? I don't see it. And he said, oh, I didn't bring it. So I said, well, we were going to go over the final. Where is it? And I'm still not getting it. And he says, oh, I just want to tell you something, Barbara. I said, well, what's that? He said, I just always watched you, and I just thought... You're so energetic and you're so cute and you're so – every time I ask a question, you raise your hand and I, you're my favorite. Okay. So I said, oh, well, then why would you give me the grade? Yeah. And he said, well, I kind of had to bend over backwards. He said, you know, I have to go. And I get up to leave. He thro- I s- throws me up against the wall like over there and the, I'm in your studio now. Near the door, yeah. he throws me against there, and he leans over. Now he could, to me, he looked like he was eighty five. He was probably forty five, you know? <laughs> and he and he puts his mouth on me, oh. and I push him. I grab the door. I run. I run down. This is the most important part of it. My husband's waiting. He says, what happened? I said, "Tell him the story." What happened? He said, "Oh my God, let's go." And he, I said, "Whoa, well, whoa, just a minute. What are you going to do? Whoa." I'm going to punch him. I'm gonna... You can't do that. Well, then we have to go talk to the, p- the head of the department. What will happen? I won't graduate. If I don't graduate, they won't believe me. If I don't graduate, I won't get my drive on Wall Street. It's waiting for me. Uh. Bottom line is I never told a soul until Anita Hill a million years later. It's what your wife said. It's what are your options? What are you going to lose? It was a terrible thing. And then when I went to Wall Street, they wouldn't give me the job I wanted. I had to be an assistant, like a secretary instead of a broker. But that's a whole other chapter in my book. But <laughs> that's the answer. The shocking thing is women took it on the nose, took it on the chin. And I think that this Me Too movement, that's why it's such a breakthrough.
3: Y- yes. It, it's it's Now, my fear is... I, overreach, that it would go mm-hmm. too far or won't have a due process and will lose some of its...
2: It's possible, but I got to say that just seeing women come out in mass, especially women in my generation, yeah. um, I am younger than Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: I, I, if you were not, I, we'd have to do a I'm, really I'm deep dive into biology here. Well, I thought
2: that was <laughs> going to be funny, but uh, no, the, seeing seeing women um, come out, it it's really sets an example for the younger generation generation, the younger girls that they don't have to take this. Really?
3: No, I, I could, don't I do think... I know, th- no, no, I know. Yeah, that's of course. And, yeah, and but that, even
2: if that was all it was, like meaning yeah, I it's agree. great to prosecute people when there's evidence. And and by the way, today I, I was thinking when you guys were talking or listening that today they had a hearing on the Sexual Assault Bill of Rights in mm. Congress, mm. which is part of this over-sweeping, overarching thing that has been talked about for a while in Congress about how to legislate itself as it relates to sexual assault in Congress. And it was very interesting. Remember Terry Cruz? Yes. Okay, so Terry Crews testified, and um, that was all today, and it was absolutely courageous and fascinating. That N- all now, rape survivors, all victims of such se- sexual assault, there would be this sort of bill of rights for sexual assault.
3: I, I, is, is that requiring a law, or is that yes, an ethics it's a standard, sweeping or sweeping yeah.
1: package of laws
2: that I, would?
3: Because I, I know Sacramento is there's a movement too to try to clean right. up. It, but yeah. it well, there's seem a to couple of anywhere. things
1: going on. I, I have to throw in. A, When we wrote the Violence Against Women Act, that was Joe Biden. And I was in the House at the time, and he was the leader in the Senate on this bill. And he came over to me and he said, Barbara, would you carry the Violence Against Women Act in the House? I said, I'd be honored, Senator. And so we did get certain pieces of it through. Then years later, when I got to the Senate, he said, will you help me really get the larger bill through? I said, yes. This was an amazing bill. It you know it funded shelters for abused women. Uh, it did you know, lighting on streets, more uh, police officers in certain areas, and it looked at college campuses. It did a lot, mm-hmm. but the main thing it did, it and it, it said ipso facto, if there is a rape, or if there is a an attack on a woman because she's a woman, it's a civil right and it was going to be protected under civil rights, and it got thrown out Hmm. of the court. So we still have a lot of work to do, and I sense that this new look in the Congress may be to try and finally say, ipso facto, if you're a woman and you get raped, it's because you're a woman, it should be a a civil rights violation, and that would lead to swifter prosecution. Oh, interesting. But it also
2: would, would, would attempt to sort of... Say no matter the circumstances of the rape, because like I did a documentary about sexual assault on college campuses, and I also did a a film about sexual assault in the military. Mm. Both policed and handled completely differently; totally separate systems of justice. And so, you know, that's part of the problem as well. It's like there's no like equity among these different. Well, that's that's kind of
3: where my head was at, which that that for a change, for a change. I don't think there's any concern about governmental overreach when it comes to this issue. It's a yeah. weird social That's overreach right. with social it media. Is. The mob has overreached. It's I it's, see. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well,
2: it couldn't it, be the government. Because, well, it's not because they're yeah. not
3: that involved right now. Right. But 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 the mob has taken. Well, the tell matters. me
2: one. Give me an example.
3: Well, I've I've have friends who have gotten severely harmed by just by accusations that oh. were. Spurious, for sure, spurious. Okay. Uh, they weren't. They just bad relationships. Not Louis CK level. Nothing like that. Right. They're really just things that, yeah, relationships that went bad. That that. Uh, that people had yeah. different experiences, and so a couple of accusations come up, and people their their ability to make a living. I mean it's yeah. like Soviet Russia. You you're you're mm. just it's not true. not able to make a living, and no process, we, no ability to. to and I was talking to Lauren about this, Lauren mm-hmm. Savon, who's my partner, and she said, "No, I don't. I, I can't sign off on this unless there's a pattern, multiple women coming forward in a pattern." Mm-hmm. But so the Me Too movement doesn't get behind that, but the mob does. That's
2: right. And, and I-
3: so I don't know what we do about that because it, yeah. it because it 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 marginalizes the more the legitimate complaints, the serious complaints. It makes them all. It's true, but fire. I
2: think I think the way to deal with it really is through culture change. And if we felt if 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 it felt like like basically what you're describing is shitty men, just shitty men.
3: No, like no, this a shitty, shitty. Re- oh, but what you you know what talking it, about? Meaning, the,
2: meaning your friends potentially at shitty a, at a time could have been right shitty relationship. poorly. But there
3: is another it, category for sure, the, the, which is the one you're talking yeah, about. That yeah. that that part interestingly, I'm not sure that part's yet sort of then figured out, yeah, yeah, yeah what to yeah. do with that. But so, it's
2: interesting, men behaving
3: shitty, sorry. right? <laughs>
2: and that's a yeah. cultural thing. Yes. I think it's so interesting. I, Barbara's experience—you know, she's been with my dad her whole life. She sort of had one partner, and that's—you know—that was just a generational thing. And then here comes our generation, and we've had a couple marriages, maybe, and you know, I think this young one—they're just doing it totally differently. And so there's the opportunity, you know, there's the opportunity to sort of call this thing out. We see it, we smell it, we know what it is, and there's words for it.
3: The largest technology conference on the planet is now on demand at Podcast One. Web Summit has teamed up with Podcast One to bring you the best tech talk. Each weekday, listen to a new lecture or panel from one of the past Web Summit conferences. They cover everything from the future of driving to artificial intelligence. Listen free to Web Summit exclusively on Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and the Podcast One app. If you love the show share it with a friend and leave us a rating and a review if you're looking to buy a car you're familiar with terms like msrp and you might not even know what that means same goes for invoice list price dealer price have i confused you well really what you want to know is what are you going to pay how much exactly how much why Why are cars so mysterious well true car understands and they have created true price now you can know exactly what you'll pay for the car you want including fees and accessories, before you get to the dealership. And you know you've locked in a price for an actual piece of inventory on a True Car Certified Dealers lot. And they compete for your business. That's right, because they set their prices competitively. That dealer wants your business. True Car Dealers will show you the true price on cars like the one you want, all from the comfort of your home. And how do you know it's your true price? Is a great price. Well, you see the scattergram. You learn about what the price scatter is for that car in your area. And your certified dealers know this. They set that true price competitively. They want your business. So, when you're ready to buy new or used, don't forget they have used as well. Visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. Now, you've been hearing me speak about the supplements for Bergamet for about two years now, mostly their sport formulation, which can help you reduce inflammation and shorten workout recovery times. But I really dig the original formula that got me so excited about the brand, Bergamot Mega Plus O. Like all bergamot supplements, Mega Plus O is key extracts from the bergamot citrus fruit. That's right, bergamot. It's, only, it's extremely rich in polyphenols and it's been shown to reduce the risk of heart disease. It's from a specific region of Italy where they use it like crazy. We have met an Italian woman from that area, and she uses it all the time. That fruit has created, that fruit has given us the Bergamot Mega Plus O. It works like a natural statin. It can address conditions that are faced by millions of people, it can, it can, the metabolic syndrome, essentially, abdominal fat, high cholesterol, high triglycerides, high blood pressure. Normally, physicians would recommend any number of pharmaceutical agents, but Bergamet Mega Plus O offers an all-natural solution. Discuss it with your doctor. Cardiologists and physicians all over the world have been recommending Bergamet. Its effectiveness is the subject of many scientific publications. I've taken it myself. I've suggested it for certain patients. I still have it to this day on those patients. And for a limited time Bergamet is offering Dr Drew listeners 25% off any of their supplements by entering the code DRDREW at checkout that's Dr Drew all one word to learn more visit bergamet.com that is b e r g a m e t dot com and remember to use that code Dr Drew at checkout Well I you know I deal a lot with that that age group and my kids are 25 years old I have 25 year old triplets and the boys are Scared to death to even talk to women, especially hmm. if they have a beer in their hand. They will not do it hmm. um, because they don't want to be in any way. And what we're seeing is a lot of young males retreating to pornography and all okay. kinds of stuff. And then when they finally do get an attraction, they start stalking because they don't have any skill with oh. with dating. They don't know how to do that. They've never done it. There's, there's kind of a weird side effect developing that we're seeing. Don't you
2: with. think that's also social media, though, with yes, Tinder? Yes, 100%. And, it's you know, all yeah,
3: absolutely yeah. So we have a lot together. of work to do, basically. I, I'm just trying to figure out these unintended consequences cause, because that's where people's health is getting right. affected. And no one intends it. No one wants that. Yeah. Everyone wants what you're talking about. And it's, it's because the mob is sort of taking it mm. over it. And usually we'd go, oh, I don't want the government to overreach. I don't want the government to tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. Government's lagging behind a little bit right now, as you're saying. Well,
1: I think what Nicole has taught me is it's really about the culture. I, this so is what she's saying, and I totally agree with than her. the I completely mob thing. agree. And I think, and this is a tough time because we are in a transition. And.
3: Man, are we. And
1: I'll tell you, it's a very important transition, which is, uh, I call it equality. And it's hard for people to give up when they have been able to uh, be the more important, uh, and they have been the one to assert power. It's hard to share power. All these things are hard. You know better than we do, as you know, you have studied behaviors and and the rest. But you know, my view is that. It is a tough moment in history, and this is a necessary moment in history. And, and and yes, we have to be careful that people aren't hurt, either the male or the female. We have to make sure that the truth is what's the most important thing.
3: It's and, truth or and justice or both? It's
1: all the same. All the same. It, to me, I mean, truth is going to lead you to justice, the, the hard truth. But until there's a culture change where people understand what are the limits— what's acceptable, what's right, your kids should understand exactly what's right. To me, you know, I've got three grandsons and a granddaughter. And, you know, to me, uh, if their parents let me and I could grandmother them. Oh, watch
3: out. uh, You know, Ah. my my basic (laughs) thing
1: that I would say is, you know, you just have to understand respect that's not that complex. Now, if there's a liar out there, somebody's out. To, that truth will come out. So I wouldn't get, I, I wouldn't get that overwrought about. That can go either way. There are bad people out there, male, female, and we. But most people are good, and most people, if the culture says this is the right way to deal with it, and I think that is why the Me Too movement is so important because it's calling attention to the way it has been. You know, for me, you know, getting thrown up against the door by an older professor—Are you kidding me? That wouldn't happen today. At least no. I don't think so. Um, I don't think so. Not today. Well, if it, it would, they it, wouldn't it, throw it, somebody against no, the wall. No, they would. And they would find they another would way to get scared. you back to their dorm.
2: They'd but be too scared. To
3: well, a professor would. Yeah, it but happens. It, but if, if that would happen, though, I don't think there's. I can't imagine. This. It
2: happened at Berkeley recently, but the I guy can't, stayed on staff.
3: Well that's weird but I can't imagine there's a well I can't imagine there's a college student on earth that doesn't understand the process if they get involved in something it's like that. It's getting better. Look at
2: Brock Turner, the swimmer at Stanford. Those are, I mean, that was two, three God, years ago. Things have changed is, a lot. Oh, you are just saying, thing. like, okay. And I
3: mean, the, now, I mean, I can't imagine going forward. There it's, would be, look,
1: it's definitely getting better. There's no qu- You'd have to be asleep at the wheel to do something. I not so I dumb. think you guys, not to, be, not to be, it happens all the time, not to be so outside the box, but think of who our
2: president is right now. Oh, did you have to bring him up? I I thought we needed some comedy. But, uh, you know, I mean, every day he's sort of empowering that attitude. Um, He's still doing it by virtue of him having the power he has. We've sort of said, hey, you know, it's okay that you did all this, you know, uh, all of this activity outside of your marriage. Or it's okay that you were on that Hollywood Access tape and all of that stuff and speaking that way about women. There's a, you know, there's a complicity in
1: in the people around him, I think. No more role model up there. That's Thanks, Nicole, for bringing it up. But it's it a up. give and take, it. you know? I hate it, but you're right. It,
3: but I don't think there are – I've, I've been around college campuses for the last – my kids are still in grad school and stuff, yeah. and, and i just – I've not counted anything close to a college student who would, would have not understood I know, but Drew, like I'm that, telling
2: you, go to USC. My son just graduated from USC, and I know that the, one of the frats just got shut down because they had rapes at school.
3: Professors.
2: Oh oh back to uh, pro- professors.
3: yeah professors acting out I'll on find students. You one.
1: Well okay, they got rid of the, the doctor over there. It's not good. Oh right, the Michigan. Yeah. Oh. Oh there's two. No, she's no, about the no there's SC, two. The SC there's doctorate. USC. Oh, f- I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. So again, many.
3: But again this is this is stuff now coming to light oh, finally yes. being So I think because
1: an I'm an optimist always an optimist. If I wasn't, I wouldn't be right here now. I would be watching a movie somewhere else. But I think that
3: I'm an optimist too. It's even a though necessary. It's, even though it seems it's a
1: hard time. It's but it's so necessary, and eventually the culture is going to catch up with the Me Too movement and the injustice that we we're going to see now and then. Uh, but I could tell you right now, when twenty women come forward or fifteen right. women come forward, yeah. there's a pattern. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and yeah. I do agree when it's one individual versus one. You have to be a lot more careful, and there's ways to prove things. But I do think but, at the but end But when the mob's the day, in yeah. charge, that's
3: what I'm concerned with, because you sure. don't have the chance to even discuss proving or not proving. It's sure. just p- done. Right. Done. That's right. it. Well, well, I think we shouldn't.
1: We don't have mob justice. That's not right. You're right. This yeah,
3: shouldn't be a mob so, justice. So how do we know when we are where we need to be as a culture and with the— I mean, obviously, this bill you're talking about— You know what?
2: I really think it's going to have to do with prosecutions. You know, I mean, for
3: but, but how do we know we are where we need to be? Because people will, be, will like? be held
2: responsible for committing crimes in in and this way. And how will we know we're there? Um, I think that women won't be part of their job interview or part of their job experience. Won't be sleeping with the director. I, I mean, I'm just telling. Like, I mean, it's so
3: far from where we. I mean, that's we're a million miles from that. I, uh, please. Look, I, at, I,
2: look at just what happened with Matt Lauer. I'm telling you, it's we're, not we're, everybody. We're
3: a million miles from it now. We, we've, okay. we've traveled right, that c- distance. C- but can I say so how this? do we know no, we're No, but there, if you want to be,
1: you want to talk stats? If you look at Rape in the Military. Yeah. Uh, and Nicole explored this in a film with Kirby Dick. No, and this, and stuff, Amy is, this stuff has had the impact. Here's the thing. It's, it's, it's really, and, it's really and, impacted. And you're asking, when will we know Yeah. when we find out that. Not just one in 30 are being reported. I don't even remember the stats. on. Do you remember the stats on how many are reported? But they're, it's, it's terrible. It's very few. It's terrible. Of rapes. of, of race, per, they yeah. sexual assault. Yes. So, yeah. so and they, and they, that's well, what Let, I'm let me just say, they know how many are reported, and they also have a terrible record of going after the perp. Actual and, prosecutions. And, and so, okay, so I think in the military there will be a real statistic way – to know if there's if things are getting better on the college campuses, I think in these environments there are ways to track it. But if I could take a broader view, yeah. a way bigger, Please. broader view, which gets to the culture and gets to society, it would be we'll know it's getting better when half the United States Senate are women. We'll know it's getting better, you know, when at least half of the people in the boardroom are women. It ought to be half of everything, not a quota system, but In reality, we are half the population, and we should have half the power. And I am going to say something else that's not predictable. Not all women are good either. You know, a woman with power can sometimes abuse the power. And also we've seen women teachers who have had affairs with underage boys. So not everybody is perfect. So the society has to move to a place of utter and total respect. And and we have to have
3: well, respect the, the you're, women. you sick people, though. You're talking about sick people. Though, the, the you know those women. I've dealt with lots of them that act out on their teenage mm-hmm. students. Those, those are mentally ill. There's some serious illness there. Mm-hmm. Well, with that, and so respect does not home. right well, interfere with that. I mean, that's, well.
1: Okay, all right, but <laughs> the fact happen. is, yeah. a child has to know Big who's the victim of, mm-hmm. from the parents has to understand it's not okay. So you're never going to cure every problem in the world, but you're going to have a sea change, I believe, when you have a representative government that makes the laws, that sets the tone, so that a young man, before he thinks that you know women are powerless looks around and my goodness yeah there's a lot of women there's who have a lot power. of evidence though
2: about you know if if a rapist gets away with it he'll do it again so that's my own you know that's and i think me too and what we're talking about culture and rape those are kind of different they're not the same Right. I mean, right, yeah. a rapist is a rapist and a bad date is a bad date. Yes. Yes. You know, and sometimes yes. women will go on a bad date and we won't be really clear and there's ambiguity around things that happen and that kind of thing. Well,
3: like, how do you, uh, like Aziz Ansari, what do you call yeah,
2: that? You know, I think that was poor communication.
3: Okay. Um, but he's had severe consequences from that. Yes, so. he has. Yeah. And so. He
2: has. Because he got caught up and like you're talking about in the mob and it, that was actually a, a, a moment he, I mean, that was like, you know, the second the smoke in the pan, the oil gets too hot and it smokes. There's lots of those. And you have to throw that yeah, out. I believe that.
3: It happens all the time. I
2: believe that. But look, and I, I'm not going to so sit here. I feel bad for what him. do we do with But that? what I'm going to say is, you know, let's not, you know, take away from the other not, scenario, which not is very suggesting, real. Not, I know. That, I, I just yeah, want I'm, to be very clear well, where to be very I'm very
3: It does take away from it if they are oh, – if if spurious – complaints are overstated it I, does diminish the real complaints i know
2: so what how do we you know we, you know what we really need we need to all be strapped with a to- truth detector and so our faces turn you know the light lights up when we're lying and i mean no i'm no, joking it's, it's but i'm the, just saying there's the something
3: it's not the. it's not the, either the people involved it's the mobs what know. the mob does with it i don't know because this girl had a bad, yeah. Yeah, a bad experience. Yeah, The girl had a bad experience. Maybe take... she
2: wanted press, too. Who knows? Maybe she, you know. Maybe but again, she... I can't
3: blame her. I blame the mob and what okay. they did with it. That's I mean...
2: interesting. It's very, you know, I haven't thought a lot about that because I've been too busy trying to uh, to change the system. Seriously. The government like the Very, very, bro- well, no, like cult- culturally, maybe government, but also same thing at college campuses. Just one in four girls getting raped on a campus or one in five.
3: I, that's old data now. I mean, this mm. I, again, having been on college campuses. Well, campus, I mean, no less, one
2: has the last, you know, the y- last year of less, reporting. Been about that the last I, three years. I really years. doubt it's changed. Oh very my gosh!
3: It's so. You, I can't got, wait to see this. Maybe study. not at SC. I don't know, but at these uh, certainly at well, the, the elite schools. They, they are literally fearful. They're freaking of, out. They're fearful. They of talking be. to each other. They yeah, should and be. that's sort of where they're at. Yeah, and so. It's and interesting. It, that's it's interesting.
2: Well, let's, let's come back and l- I, w- I would love to see that data because, yeah. I mean, if, then maybe there's some benefit to the mob. That's all I'm going to say. In
3: spite, the, in spite of the collateral damage. If it
2: stops the raping,
1: yeah.
3: So, well, that's, <laughs> but the mob isn't what did it. It's the, it's the awareness on college campus and the cultural changes on college but campus. Why? Well, that's the
1: key, the cultural changes. Why? Because that movie that Amy did was – Scared the, the shit out of everybody. I think it's sh- – well, invisible war in the hunting ground. The yeah. hunting There's been ground. many. I mean,
2: yeah. and I but. think
1: that I think that that's important to take something like that and get it out there. And again, there are going to be some bad outcomes for certain people, and that's bad. And there has to be justice in the world. And I don't like mob justice at all. I I like clean justice, M- maybe pure if, justice.
3: Maybe if the government was more. Proactive and clear about this. I agree. What do you think of
2: consent laws?
3: Uh, Do you know about them? Well, we have them. What do you you think
2: of it in concept? Like with your kids, like would you tell your boys, you know, before they engage in any kissing or anything, to talk to the person they're with to say, "Hey, oh, coming in for kiss."
3: I discuss paperwork with them. I'm not kidding. So you're for it. I'm not kidding. It's yeah. gotten to that point where yeah. I'm telling them if they don't have like a written consent, yeah. they are in some kind of peril, and they right. should be thinking about it. Mm. That's they were like, oh yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Spontaneity gone.
3: N- no, 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 no. That's that's yeah,
2: I know. Yeah, uh,
3: so you know, and they need to understand, you know, a 0.8 alcohol level or 0.08. Yeah. No consent. Right. So two glasses of wine, no consent.
2: I know now kids need to be experts in what the legal limit looks like, or maybe they carry around a blow.
3: No, no. Just don't drink two glasses of wine and yeah. try to get consent. Yeah. It's, it's very mm-hmm. simple. Don't try to drive a car. Don't, don't try to get consent.
1: God, yeah. being a parent, I thought it was hard in my day. Remember, Nicole, we had the AIDS crisis. What did I do? I wrote you letters.
2: <laughs> she sent me like a box of condoms at college. Hey, we did, we Here's a ream. The, did you get that's that's that too? You know,
3: do you know the millennials are not using condoms now? Oh, cuz oh, I mean man. I was with about four hundred millennials the last couple of weeks, I was doing some television with them. I started talking about the increase in STIs and stuff and I saw their face glaze over. Oh. And I said, Well you condom use and I saw again the eyes go down. I went, Well, how many users wow. are using condom? And what percentage do you think of the room used condoms?
1: I would obviously think. under fifty. I would have guessed a lot, but Zero. <gasps> no, no,
3: zero. No, no. Not one. And they all laughed at me for sort of discussing this with wow. them. Like, zero. And I That's thought, frightening. whoa, we got some work to do again here. Yeah,
1: we do. Yeah. That's interesting. You know, it's every generation we got to go right back to square one. I true.
3: I'm thinking, I am thinking, I'm just uh, just my head sort of turning about the government having, if the government had deeper guidelines, maybe the mob wouldn't feel Drew, like it I needs to do its y- thing. there's a
2: calling for you here, bud. Y- yeah. Like, I'm all- I, I think you and I should start a consulting firm.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to hear more about uh, this This. This civil right, the civil rights issue, and yeah, and, you know, tell me more about that. Well, where I mean, that's just going. what
2: I learned today. You mean yeah. this uh, sexual assault bill of rights? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I it's check it out on CSPAN. My favorite, that's my favorite audio listening. I mean, I love podcasts, but C-SPAN CSPAN yeah. so good. You
3: and I are weird that way. I know. Obviously. Oh, you My do? wife laughs at me when I watch book TV or oh, CSPAN. Oh, I live for book
2: TV. Okay, so so tonight when you get home in the middle of the night when you can't sleep because mm. you're up worried that your son. Went on a didn't, date. Didn't do his paperwork. Um, right? Uh, check, yeah. Go on season. um Mom, what committee has Cory Booker? Um, did I tell you what committee it was? Well, I don't remember it who could it was. Have been the finance just, just committee Google or the section. judiciary committee? Yeah. Look but, up but, sexual but assault what, bill of rights.
3: Again, thinking you know, sort of wish list. Where does that? What does that look like when it becomes legislation? What, mm. what, what would it be? What would it give us? Yeah. I mean, you know? I think
2: it's going to standardize. What's acceptable Unacceptable And more importantly How you adjudicate the crime So there'd be a level of See that's what an I even think even playing field the, the, Do you the, know what I mean Yes That was right, what we need Yeah right now People are applying Different Depends on who you are Depends yes. on where you are Depends on what you are You know yeah. and how much evidence And all this stuff So but mom would know more About how to craft The legislation But I think
3: Do you think that will happen Barbara It sounds it,
1: like a follow on To the Violence Against Women Act That's what it sounds like To but, me But it
3: feels like There's a, like an empty set And and mm-hmm. as always That's when the mob jumps Jumps in right when yeah. it doesn't have the right system in place to sort of adjudicate, as you're saying. Right. I, I like that idea that there's a real set of standards because mm-hmm. then there's not this sort of.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, to, here's was the, the thing disease about on crime: was a bad
3: date or not a bad date? We well, have a set of Oh, there'll, standards. Be, we'll there'll definitely be a chart for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It,
1: it's either you're either it's either a crime or it's not. It's either a federal crime or it's a state crime. Oh, that's the and other that's thing. And that's the thing: thing that if they're looking at it's, this, it's then issue. they're looking at it from a civil rights standpoint. yeah. yeah. Which means it's. It's minimus.
2: You know, it, it won't it, – it, because it's a federal crime, it's – I mean, a
1: federal crimes – No, engine. if it's a federal crime – Aren't they more like a Ipso backstop? facto because – for example, if a African-American is killed in a hate crime, that – ipso facto, it's not only a crime – It's a hate crime. In the state yeah. and the locality, yeah. but it's a federal crime. Yeah. This is what we try to do with violence against women because – battering of women in what I remember joe biden says why do we call it domestic violence it sounds like it's a pet domestic that's funny mm. yeah he said it's such a it's a terrible thing you know about every 30 seconds a woman is beaten this isn't anything about kids dating this is in yeah. oh, a yes. relationship oh, whether yes. it's a partnership or a marriage it's a horrible situation so I think that what they're doing is a follow-on to the Violence Against Women Act, mm-hmm. which they're going to explore ways that they can say, no, if you do this, not only are you get in trouble in your state, but it's a federal crime, it's a civil rights crime. Right. And, I, and I have a feeling that's what
3: that makes sense. that's what
1: they're looking at. I, I want to
3: also go back to the the shift when women are properly represented in all situations of power. Yeah. Uh, How do we help women get there? Mm
1: -hmm. Well, I'm going to turn to Nicole in a minute because she's focused on a lot of these young women. But it's the way I did it. It was putting together everyone that I knew at the time who believed in me because I had run for local office and I served in local office before I ran for the House. And that included a lot of men and women. So I had, because I believe you need coalitions, people who knew that. I could do this. I could, A, I could win. I could raise the money.
3: So do we need to teach women how to do that? Uh Well, we
1: we need to teach women, and I'll turn it over to Nick. I want to say, in my time, way back when there were two women in the Senate and I ran, and we had the quote-unquote year of the woman in 92, we went from two to six, Emily's List came to my assistance, and they were so wonderful because they adopted any woman who was running – for a big office, pro-choice like this, women, yes, and Democrats. They are a democratic organization and pro-choice Democrats. And they said, um, "You, you don't have the networks that the men have for money because you don't belong to Rotary clubs or any of those <laughs> other things." So we're going to go out and we're going to raise tiny little bits of money for you, and we're going to send you every month. You're going to get a um, an envelope. It's going to be three dollars from this one and ten from this, and because of Emily's list I had the money so money and message and courage and thick skin
2: yeah and i mean just just on that now i mean it's happening there you know we can talk about how to help women but it's it's on i mean they're absolutely running and that's the most important thing is just run so that's number 1 if you run you have a chance of winning now we're seeing good women candidates running and not only running, but running against other brilliant women candidates, mm-hmm. and we saw that quite a bit even here in California in our jungle primary that we had, and we had some re- we have outstanding women that are challenging uh, the Republican men in these flippable seats, which is really exciting and for the first time ever, you may see a freshman class going to congress imagine it 's January third. This class of Congress is being sworn in, and all the freshmen gather for a photograph. They're going to take on the steps of the Capitol, and for the first time ever, you're going to see a majority of women in that photograph. It's possible. It's possible. It's likely.
3: So, so in, the, in the freshman group.
2: In the freshman group. And this so goes back the to, there's an organization that I had on the podcast last week on my, on my podcast, Fight Back, um, called Vote, Run, Lead. And it's an outcropping from the White House project, which is sort of the first nonprofit group that was created solely to think about how to get women in the pipeline so there could be a woman president. And so Vote Run Lead does workshops, trainings, will teach you. They, they, I think there's an online survey um, and a course you can take, just w- what to expect, you know, what to have in your, in your kit. If you're gonna run, um, I had asked Aaron, who's the head of it, "I want to run to be a DNC delegate. What should I do?" And she's like, "Well, take our quiz, you know." And I thought, "Ah, screw that. I'm, I'm, I know what's going on." But, um, but not many, not many women out there have a mom who's who's
3: in this business. <laughs> well, and, and to be fair, the the practice of democracy we're sort of out of practice as a population, I think. You know, and it's interesting to Flexing. see. Well, but it's interesting to see women lead the way back to the practice of democracy.
1: Well, all you have to do is look at the women's march that happened uh, recently. Uh, people standing up against what they see as a president who's taken a wrecking ball to most of our values. Uh, a lot of them have to do with respect for women when you take away you know, their right to choose, their health care. Um, you know when you when you snatch children, children work, away? Well, the oh, Lord, yes, snatch children well, away from co- their moms Carola, and the, other who,
3: things. Corolla. They're either. in Corollas. Uh, this is his network, and he asked me to, as it pertains to border, he asked me yeah. to ask you guys two questions. One was, what would you do with the border situation? How do we solve right. that? Because there's all these right. complexities. Every time I talk right. to another immigration lawyer, I get more and more confused.
1: Well, to me, when people say it's complicated, it's confused. No, let's deal with it. When people seek asylum, that's legal, right? But and 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 for them to say they have to go to certain ports of entry, that's a bait and switch because they go to the port of entry and they say we're too busy, mm-hmm. it, it go somewhere else. Then they go to another port that's well, not. Well, so one
3: fix would be not give them enough manpower to deal with the port of entry. A right, that'd be one. A
1: or open up other, More ports, ports, of entry. other, other ports of entry, other than. How you come need, they don't wait, go to the U.S. consulate? Wait a minute before we get to that. Before we get to that, <laughs> uh, I want to continue confusing. just because. Here's yeah, what I think you do. Go ahead. Then you have to have if there's a lot of people coming you have to have a surge of immigration judges and attorneys to help. Yes. Now we have a number of fabulous organizations from the ACLU to La Raza to many others who will work you know very cheap prices yep. to get attorneys down there. And you deal with this expeditiously. Last point. Trump says, catch and release. That's the worst thing in the world. If, if you take these mothers with their children and you send them out to visit their aunt and uncle somewhere, uh, you'll, they'll never come back for their hearing. Lie. The facts from ICE are that if you put an ankle bracelet on one of these uh, moms or dads and you say, here's your court date, 99.8% of them show up so it's not true. Are there the any problem issue, is any it's taking in, too long.
3: Any issues in putting ankle bracelets on people? Is no. That, okay. They
1: don't. They know that they have to show up. I don't have a problem with that. I'm just saying to you that the reason it's a problem is that it's taking four years yeah. for them to get their hearing. I, I agree. So, so now people, they're li- – we that, need that more people. More, more so excuse me. $25 billion for a wall? If you took just a tiny proportion of that, you could fund all these things.
3: And and most, my understanding is from the attorneys that a lot of, if not most, these asylum seekers are not not going to get it. Then what do we do?
1: Well, you send them back. That's that's the rule. That's
3: the rule. That's most of these people because they're 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 going from poverty and drug strife and all these things. So don't we need to change the law on that? Well,
1: here's my view: if you this is my view. If you fear for your life, if you fear for your child's life, if you fear for your safety, if you fear that the gang is going to force your child to join the gang, if you are uh, a victim of abuse uh, by your spouse or, or someone close to you, these should all be reasons why we can grant you So asylum. change that law. Actually, that's the law. Sessions has changed he's the reasons, the and he's saying, no more if you're abused this or that. Got it.
3: Got it. Got it. Okay. And he's saying,
1: no more if you're—that's wrong. Got it. Let's go back to where it was, and you will have—some of the people will meet the test, and some of them won't meet the test, and sadly, for them, they have to go back. It's called rules of the road. But what they did, and Nicole Boxer, who is my partner in the podcast and also you know my loving daughter um, and a— a loving mother. Uh, she would call me up these last few days and say, "I can't even get out of bed. I'm. Just, yeah. I am can not take the pictures." And this, this is America. This, this is reminiscent of the Nazis. What they did, you know. And Nicole says they told one woman, uh, we're, "We're just taking your kid to give him a shower," and then he disappeared. Well, I think of showers. I think of the Nazis. Mm-hmm. They, they gave people showers. Now I'm not conflating but we, I mean, the end result. But I am saying the separation of children. We've done it before to Native Americans. We've done it before in slavery Japanese times. Japanese internment camps. We interned the Japanese. These are horrible moments but can in our I history. Just say one thing, which is it's similar
2: to the Me Too situation, which is the root cause. The root causes of why people want to leave their countries. You know. And what how can we be good neighbors? Good you point. Know, again, this well, is Well, how can we help them heal their
3: countries? Countries? Yeah. yeah. Oof.
2: I know, but I'm just saying I do agree we, with that. Do you, do, and don't you think in some ways we've been responsible for Absolutely. for selling a lot of guns no, that listen, kill people. No, but listen, I, I totally agree
3: with you, but yeah. by either doing sort of either covert or non-covert or just inadvisable interventions, now what do we do? Yeah. yeah. I know. Well, let me
1: take a stab at that. Yeah. Because when you at Yeah. Uh that's what people said after World War II. Europe's in a mess. You know, <laughs> I happened as a kid. Hey, I, 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 went th- I to, love the I idea went of to fixing Germany. the problem in Central well, we America. No, we no, tracks. No, no, but there's a, there's a triangle yeah. of three countries where the, the, the murder capital yeah, of the world. Yeah. We can't solve it all on our own. But I would suggest to you there are ways to set up safe zones in these countries. And this is a proposal others have come up with. It, and we should be involved Investing. with mm. the United States. Mm-hmm. It just safe zones for people well, that so that they don't feel they, the have maybe, right? yeah. They, yeah, don't they have to come. They don't have to come. And they're in a place where they can get assistance. Yeah. And, you know, we are in the Americas, for goodness sakes. We can't turn our back on our neighbors like this. So but, you know, everything that I'm saying now would have an impact if there was a president who had a heart and who understood history, um, and we have a president who doesn't understand history, who doesn't have a heart, and is using this to scapegoat people to get keep the Congress in 2018. And that's for my final
3: speech. <laughs> I'm going to be talking about TheraWorks Relief. And if you're one of the millions of Americans who suffer from muscle cramps, your legs and feet, relief is in sight. TheraWorks Relief is a topical foam clinically proven to relieve muscle cramps fast with daily use. Now, TheraWorks Relief can prevent muscle cramps before they start. You put it on twice a day and it can reduce those muscle cramps. And I've seen it work magically for some patients. It doesn't necessarily take the pain away, but it does reduce the cramps. And, of course, if the cramps go away, the pain tends to stop. For over a year now, I've been recommending Theraworks Relief to my family, friends, and patients. The Results speak for themselves. Theraworks Relief is the real deal. This is a life-changing product for some people, and best of all, you don't need a prescription. It's over the counter, and a lot of underserved and a lot of people in underserved communities have this problem. Can't sleep? Have real serious issues with it? Theraworks Relief is now an option over the counter. It is my choice for preventing and relieving muscle cramps. Make it yours too. Get Theraworks Relief today at Select, CVS, Rite Aids, and Walgreens pharmacies or at Theraworksrelief.com. Talk to your pharmacist as well about Therworks Relief. They are enthusiastic. Don't have to take a pill for the first time. You can use a topical foam. Experience relief from muscle cramps for yourself. That is Theraworks Relief for your muscle cramps. All right, Quip. That's right. Quip is the new electric toothbrush that packs just the right amount of vibrations into an ultra slim design with guiding pulses to simplify better brushing at a fraction of the cost. That is key. Quip starts at just $25. Now, right now, when you go to GetQuip, Q-U-I-P, GetQuip.com slash Drew, you get your first refill pack for free with the Quip electric toothbrush. That is your first refill pack free at GetQuip.com slash Drew. Again, it's G-E-T-Q-U-I-P.com slash Drew. With this, you don't have to worry about getting new brush heads. They deliver it right to your door. And 75% of us don't refresh our bristles every three months like you're supposed to. Well, with Quip, it gives you that and tips on oral care you probably never knew it's got a wireless mirror mount declutters your bathroom doubles as a travel cover the subscription model is thoughtful inexpensive solution for people who want to make it easy to keep up with good habits that will improve their overall oral health again let quip do the thinking for you when it comes to your teeth go to get quip.com slash drew that is g-e-t-q-u-i-p dot com slash d-r-e-w <laughs> Well, one more want one more question.: Well
1: we're, OK, we're, my we're, last I'm, point on this is well, that, Whatever 2018? 2018. 2018. I know I have, 2018. To have to. That's
3: it. Okay, And uh, what's wrong with school vouchers? He wants to know. Why not school vouchers? If people want to use the free? market. Oh, the
1: problem, I'll tell you the problem with it. It's taxpayer money, um, and it's going to schools away from schools. It's money taking out of schools where 95 percent of the children in the country go. Um, I have no problem with charters. But I think to take people out to private school, it's taxpayers' funding that's going there, and I think that's wrong. I would just say to Adam, Adam, update your spiel, dude.
3: Well, what, but what I'm, I mean I that of,
2: debate sort of just—that's like a 10-, 12 year twelve-year-old debate, really. The voucher system, yeah. <laughs> like you know, it's get, funny that you know. The, I thought the let's charter, get a little more progressive. I thought
3: the charter thing was was. Um, a, a good thing. It's happening but in the But I've cities. got teachers that are patients that keep telling me, oh, it's the worst thing. It's the worst thing. Some of thing. them are good and some and, of them are I don't terrible. Know, I don't get why it's not yeah. working.
1: Some of them are good and some of them are not good. They're not... Because, <laughs> because if you look at any set of people, if they're good, the school will be good. If you have somebody great who's a principal, the principal... The principal is critical. The hiring of the teachers and the working, the involvement of the parents, if you have yep. good mm-hmm. people, yep. it's going to be fine. And it gives the charters a chance to try some new things. But I think taking money away from public schools where 95% of the kids go um, is not the answer. And I think charter is the answer if it's done right and there's accountability.
3: And that's the state system. So. Actually, yes, yeah. you know,
1: it's it, no, it's more localized. Yeah, each, yeah. It's each
3: school, school district
1: yeah. decides. Yeah, like yeah. L.A. Unified has some charters, some not. Yeah, some I, of the charters are great. Some of them I think aren't about good the schools. Yeah, stuff. you know, yeah, it's, it, yeah. It, and we really do have to be creative on the thing, and and it's all about the dedication of the people, um, and the the caring of the parents. And it's all it, – that's, that's the magic sauce. So it's family and education.
3: Mm-hmm. Family and education, right?
1: It's yeah. It's the professionals should be treated like professionals, paid but like professionals, and the parents should be supportive. I, I've been to – I'm a product of public schools all the way from kindergarten through college, okay? Yeah. And I went toe-to-toe with people from the fanciest schools. And, and not that my school was perfect, but my schools were good, and they were solid, and they had high expectations.
3: Yeah, and that seemed like a different time in, in some public school systems, right? Yeah, I, I have a, a
1: set of kids in Oakland public schools, and I'll tell you right now, they are in a great school. I was just there. My uh, The fifth grader just graduated, and um, – I was so impressed with the kids and the teachers, and it worked. But it's also the economics of the neighborhood as
2: well, let's be honest. They're not living in Los Angeles. It's a middle class, upper
1: middle class, yes. So there's a lot of involvement. But you have to have... Those, that magic sauce that goes into it, and
3: how do we get the parents to participate? Mm. If they don't well, value don't work education, them so hard. <laughs> if they don't value education, they don't understand the value of education. Oh,
1: I think they do. I'm a believer that people do get mm. it. They understand that it's the kids when they get out. If they go to college, they do better. They get better jobs. Mm, they I, graduate I, from I high a, school. Uh, it's better be fair, than
3: if they don't. What I hear back from all the millennials is. College is a waste of time, a waste mm. of money. This well, is the new trend. It's maybe like, well, it is, Drew. Let me tell maybe you. it we is. Should, I, look, I'll we need, know, you need know, to
2: listen to these
1: kids. They I'll know
2: what what, what kind of world they want. I'll, I'll tell and, you what's bad. The the student are, loans are bad.
1: The, student loans at these terrible rates. That's disgusting. They're going to have to be full time saving the planet. And
3: I and I think the the, the <laughs> that the takes ind-
1: a college education to know the technologies to do that. And, maybe and not. I think
3: the indebtedness. Well, and and so. Um, but but Nicole's saying, though, is maybe that's already available online. It could online. be online. Yeah, I maybe mean, that's something you could do that's differently. Right. or Well, there are or,
1: online can, universities, some yeah. of which are terrible and some of which are good. <laughs> hey, I got to <laughs> disagree. The I, facts I, are <laughs> the facts. You go to you go to college, you earn more money.
3: You guys both you, have the name Boxer, so go at it. I do
2: it all the time.
1: You go to high school, you do better than if you don't graduate. That's just the facts of life. And, you know, I think... Everyone kind of knows it, but really, the student loan thing is tragedy. I met when before I left the Senate, I had a woman come to me. She says, "You're not going to believe this. I'm on Social Security, and I'm still paying off my
3: student Oh, I student that loan. makes perfect and sense And I to me. put
1: my hands to my head and I thought, yeah. "This is horrible." Yes. And I remember when Kevin that's said why he
3: had Bernie, all those – That's why Bernie yeah. had such traction. That, that's That true. Var, one very issue with college students was like, oh, we're on. Like, right. Can you
2: imagine what goodwill we'd have if we just forgave like an entire generation's debt? Like for what? So Betsy DeVos can have more money. You know what I mean? Really, I, you I, greedy elders.
3: I, well <laughs> – you know, know I'm joking. Yeah, I, mean, I don't I mean,
2: I'm. I, I, but I, but is, it's. There is the capitalist case capitalist system.
3: For forgiving debt. I just That's don't know the ins and outs of it. Some
2: some parts of our society, we could do better health care, okay. education. Okay. You can forgive for debt
1: if you do something good with your life, like a teach. Like give back or something. Because yeah, teachers it's a good idea. don't make any money. It's a good idea. Give them a complete See? great opportunity. Or go
3: to serve to maybe a military or health care oh, or something. Doubt. Yeah, you And by the way, John McCain.
1: John McCain had written that bill with Ted Kennedy, and we almost did it. Mm. And it was uh, universal service yeah. so that you didn't have to go into the military. You could you could teach, you could do all these things, and you'd get paid a stipend, but you would get your student loan forgiven. And yeah. I will tell you, with everything that we need to do in this world, I would love to see a group of people of volunteers who got paid a stipend, go and try to reunite the kids with their families. Just yeah, that's a great idea,
3: actually. I, I think there are people. I think there's lots Good. of money being raised to do stuff there like is. that. Yeah, I there think that's is. sort of happening. So, yeah, definitely. All right, ladies, I've got to wrap this up. I really yeah. appreciate you spending time great. with me. It's been my <laughs> so privilege fine. and so fun and so important. And I uh, hope people will download Fight Back with Barbara Boxer. You can get it at iTunes and Podcast One. Follow Barbara at Barbara Boxer. Follow Nicole at Nicole Boxer. Get the films. I'm assuming they're available. Yeah. Like usual places. Absolutely.
2: Netflix, the in- iTunes.
3: The, invis- the Invisible War, and then The Hunting Ground, right? Yeah. And are you working on one now, I imagine?
2: I'm working on the Barbara Boxer doc.
1: We'll see how that goes. There's some <laughs> there's background. I'm, try- I'm trying to r- write the ending.
3: <laughs> and what's it uh, just from <laughs> I don't know.
1: Just you, she you lives re- in the she end. She never gives up. <laughs> <laughs> she lives.
3: What, she lives what, I- what is next for Barbara Boxer?
1: Well, I'm doing this podcast with yes, Nicole, yes. Is it which fun? is a, it's it's good, a joy right? to yeah. work with your kid, oh, yeah, um, you know, after all the issues with kids. And then you wind up as grown ups and you say, you know, we can we can do something special together. I enjoy it. And I do some work with my son as well. So that's a, just a joy. I also give speeches mm-hmm. all over the country. And um, I've debated Newt Gingrich and I've debated Karl Rove. And it's been very interesting. Oh, fun. Um that and um, – Helping Nicole lots of candidates I, this cycle, too. And I have a PAC that I volunteer for, which is raising money for other people. And Nicole and I have a very exciting um, development deal with FX on – Oh, a, my
3: God. Congratulations. Yeah, it's very exciting. Cool. About a, a
1: woman network. who runs for Congress. Surprise, network. surprise.
3: Network. Gary, you have anything for these guys? You, Come I on, know, Gary. You, Gary this, has been, this
0: has been excellent. But I, you're,
3: you're – you're closer to the age group that I was sort of trying to speak on behalf of. Anything that rang through or untrue or different for you?
0: Uh, you know, I think that the age group that you're talking about, I think I fall slightly outside. No, you of it are. Just you are, but by like about five minutes. But, but, you're
3: but you're close to them.
0: Yeah, I work with a lot. I work with people in that age group. Am, and, am I
3: misrepresenting what they, how they are?
0: No, I, I think that. Yeah. Uh, a lot of it's a little confusing to me because when I was growing up, you know, the college thing was was very valued. It was. It was what you did, and it was, you know, you go to college, you get a better job, X, Y, Z, and, and that's how about, not How about the Me Too
3: thing, the Me Too conversation? That's where I was really trying to represent...
0: Yeah, you know, I don't know. The Me Too thing's hard for me. I... I uh, consider myself very lucky that I didn't end up in any jerky behavior. Uh, you know, I I, I look back yeah. now and I no because
3: it was it was it was reinforced. Right, it was a yeah. different it, it was. was a different yeah. kind
0: of world. Luckily, I didn't have a lot of luck with the ladies, so I didn't have a lot of opportunity. <laughs> I don't
1: <laughs> believe that for a
0: minute. Hey, I listen. I luckily I I figured it out and I got married. But a but couple is that
3: ago, are but, you yeah I, I, but Judy I what do you call him, the officiate. position I officiated his wedding. <laughs> How's yeah, nice? okay. a, you could have got bad. Barbara Boxer or Nicole Boxer <laughs> to do it if Yuck. you or waited a few months. But but uh but I you a lot of the young guys around here are they expressing that anxiety that I was seeing on the college campuses and stuff? Yeah,
0: you know, it's I think in the guys that are probably 7 8 years or younger than me. Yeah. Um but the guys my age I I think that Luckily, most of the guys my age are are kind of married and yeah, beyond yeah, that yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I I do feel that my life would have been radically different if I was born five years later.
3: So they're having a different experience now. I think so, which is good and bad. It is good and yeah.
0: bad, and I I hope that ten years from now, you know, or or less, maybe it will be just way more good than yeah now. yeah way right more now. It's a, good. Right now, I think there's a mix.
3: All right. fair enough. Well. I gotta I've got to have got i am a pumpkin, I gotta run out of here. But you guys Go. thank you for joining. I thank know you, you have a tart so out much. too. We appre- we appreciate anything else we need to mention on the way out the door. I
1: think we're good. We're happy I think we're we, good. We loved it. We enjoyed next we, it. Next time can we can we come back to do some therapy?
3: <laughs> the, like some couples
0: <laughs> therapy.
1: <here? laughs>
3: done and done.
1: And we'll see everybody see everybody next therapy time. Therapy <laughs> next time.